Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here. And we have a poem for today called Coming Home from Charisma Blackburn. And those who are new, you're welcome to write a poem about your homecoming journey and send it to me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. And Charisma's poem reads, What does returning home look like? I never knew until looking into the mirror this past year. The 10-year-old inside of me felt love like she never felt before. The 10-year-old inside of me was finally able to reconnect with joy without the fear of it being taken away. The 10-year-old inside of me felt the affirmations I spoke, gave myself the hug I've been needing. The 10-year-old and 20-year-old in me finally feel reconnected. All the people I have been graced to meet made me realize the love the universe was manifesting for me to be around, shown how to hold grace within myself as I hold it with others. Felt breaths like never before. Finally, in these moments of life, I can say I felt my breaths as deep and as filled with tears as they can be. I felt breath. I felt the oneness within my breath. I felt myself coming home, coming into this vessel of love, knowing I am still whole. I could finally be able to look at myself in the mirror, looking back to the pain and trauma, knowing that I am healing and I am the leader of my journey. Sometimes I even forgot how to feel. Let emotions make me feel as I can no longer go on this journey, but I remember what makes me feel at home in this being that I am. Understood life isn't about positivity all the time. And healing can sometimes be the most brutal thing you'll experience. And that's okay. Because that's a part of the duality of life. But in all of the healing, I'll always remember that my trauma does not define me. Reflecting that this home will deal with adjustments and remodeling in this lifetime. But that will never stop this home from growing. It will only make me reimagine what my path can look like. I finally feel at home in myself, knowing my ancestors are guiding me. Nature is holding me. And my breath will always be my safest space. Practicing gratitude and intention of manifestation, breathing in slowly, but surely knowing that I am home. Charisma, you wrote that poem (laughs) or that poem came through you. Oh, what a gift. What a gift. Thank you so much 
for highlighting for us the connection between our younger selves and our present selves, giving ourselves the gift of affirmation and hugs and breath, and being mindful that it does not always have to look neat or simple or packaged. But even with all of that journey, we're home within ourselves. Charisma, I really, really appreciate that poem. And thank you so much for sharing it with our community. And I'm excited about today's topic, you all. I'm excited every week, <laughs> but I'm excited about today's topic as we think about uh, positive psychology or community psychology. If you go to therapy uh, at any point or if you're already in therapy, uh, one of the things you should know is that mental health professionals are not supposed to just listen for the problems or for the issues, the concerns, the conflicts, but a part of our work is also listening for the strengths, paying attention to, being able to identify the strengths that people hold and to help people develop the capacity to recognize and build on their own strengths. And so that is our topic on today, recognizing and utilizing your strengths, recognizing and utilizing your strengths. I want you to know that even when you feel depleted, even when you feel that you are down to zero, zip, zip, zero, some of you would even say less than zero, that there are parts of you, uh, your personality, the way your mind works, your emotions, your spirit, your support network, uh, your gifts, your interest, all of these things uh, are strengths that you hold. And sometimes we overlook our strengths or they are overshadowed by our difficulties, by our problems, by our issues, by our concerns. And to come home to yourself is to get a realistic, uh, and I'd like to say I'm a realist with wings, <laughs> I am realistic and optimistic, but to have a realistic, a complete picture of myself is not only am I able to identify my wounds or my areas that need growth uh, or the areas of transformation, uh, but me, for me to also be able to identify what uh, my strengths are. And for you as well, it's one thing uh, for other people to be able to recognize them, for a teacher, a parent, a therapist, a partner uh, to affirm you or to compliment you. That's beautiful and uh, it's very helpful. And it's also important in terms of your self-awareness that you uh, become tuned into your own strengths. And some of you, if I were to say, uh, name your strengths, you may easily be able to say them. And for others, uh, there would be a struggle. Uh, sometimes the struggle is because uh, we have been often uh, reminded of our weaknesses, of our imperfections, of our failures. And so we may have not been in uh, an affirming uh, environment. And if you have, I want you to know that that 
uh, is a gift and a blessing, right? That not everyone was able to receive. But even if you did not grow up being reminded of your strengths at whatever age you are, as Charisma was saying, whether 10 or 20, and I'm going to add on to that for the rest of us, 30, 40, 50, 60, and 70, uh, that it is never too late to assess, to recognize, to celebrate your strengths, to begin to actively use them, to utilize them, to build on them, to be tuned into them. And they may change over time. Uh, And that's a part of development and growth as well. Something that may have been very difficult for you five years ago, based on your life experiences, the challenging and the, the sweet parts, um, you may have developed some strengths that you did not have before. So they don't necessarily stay the same throughout your life. Now, as I go through some of these strengths, some of them you may identify and recognize, oh, I have had that since I was a child, right? I grew up with that. I had that as an adolescent. And now here I am at whatever age I am. And that's still a part of of me. And sometimes we don't recognize it as a strength if we feel in some ways it came naturally to us. So it may be something you don't ever remember having to work at. And often we equate labor with strength. Um, and I want to say that there are some things that you just come with, right? That you came to the planet with that being a part of you or some things you, uh, developed as you were growing up and you saw it so much in your environment or home, you didn't think anything of it. And some of us don't recognize strengths until we interact with other people and we realize some of the things that we took for granted or some ways of being that we thought applied to everyone um, are actually not universal, that they are specific. And so I invite you to first take a moment and just center in on your breathing. And Charisma did a wonderful job of reminding us about the gift of breath. And when you're stressed, often you're holding your body very tightly And you may be breathing in a very shallow way. So as we start to think about our gifts, our strengths, uh, which is also framed as positive psychology to not only look at pathology or symptoms, um, but the positive aspects of ourselves that we want to begin with giving ourselves permission, space, freedom to breathe to invite a moment of ease into this moment that perhaps you've been running and rushing a lot. Perhaps you have a lot on your plate. Uh, Whatever it is that you have been carrying in the outer world or that you have um, been carrying in your mind because you can sit still and mind and your mind is still in labor. And so as we begin to shift our focus from critique to strength, from problem to strength, from our uh, issues with ourselves, our concerns with ourselves, that of putting ourselves under the microscope, looking for all of the things that are right, I encourage you to take breath as we shift and really start to look at all of the things 
that go well for us, all of the things that have helped us to survive and, and at different points in our lives to even thrive and flourish. I used to uh, end all of my uh, tweets with shine and soar, right? So the times in your life when you've been able to shine, when you've been able to soar, and I'm going to say even when you were able to survive, there are some strengths that are in that. So I won't go over all of them because there are numerous strengths you can find. And even online, you can do some strengths inventories. Uh, so you can fill out questionnaires to get a sense of what some of your strengths are. But for some of you, for most of you, I think as I read the descriptions, you'll start to uh, be aware of the ones that you hold, right? And uh, really recognize that and appreciate that. So the first one I just want to mention is perseverance. Perseverance, endurance, stick-to-itiveness. Uh, that there are those of you who, while you may have stumbled, while you may have had to stop for a while to rest, to get in realignment, to heal, you uh, get back up and you, you try it again and you move forward again. And that's in a lot of ways what this homecoming journey has been because it hasn't been, oh, you listened to one episode and like you were done, you were home. But I so appreciate those of you who write about your process as you're listening, sometimes listening more than once, some of you are in therapy, some of you are journaling, some of you are walking it out, doing yoga, dancing, talking to loved ones, uh, making your way back to you, right? And we often say, because you're worth it, because we're worth it. And so what a gift that you haven't quit. And I know that uh, that is really difficult, especially at certain points in our lives, where we don't have anything left to give, which is why I said you can have perseverance and still take breaks, right? Sometimes when we hear that word, we think, oh, those are people who never quit, never stop, never take a break. No, sometimes in order to persevere, you had to stop and refill the tank. Sometimes to persevere, you had to check in with yourself to decide, am I on the, the right path? Right. And then even if I have to shift my compass a bit, right, realign, refocus, and then I get back in there, get back into life, get back into healing, back into my growth, uh, back into the pursuit of my dreams. And for some of you, those dreams have taken a long time. And I honor you. I honor uh, that you still have the desire, the dream, the hope, the pull on you to go in that direction. And so perseverance is an important strength and it is one uh, to build on and one to really honor about yourself. Sometimes we only celebrate the finish line. And uh, for some people, it takes a long time. It can take a longer time maybe than others to get to that finish line. And so to celebrate the process and the progress and the fact that you're still in it, right? In it to win it, in it to win it, step by step, day by day, one day at a time, right? And so perseverance is an important strength 
to recognize. And then another strength that many of you have is enthusiasm, right? Enthusiasm. And you can appreciate that if you've ever been in a group or a community or in a work setting, it makes a difference when people come in with that positive energy, right? With that energy of like, let's get it done, like motivated, mobilized, excited. And that can be contagious because you you can shift the atmosphere, right? Some of you, when you go into a place and it can be challenging because it can shift either way, right? Um, there are people who come in and can undermine the group and then everyone feels like pulled down. Um, but there are those of you who are listening uh, who have that gift of enthusiasm uh, that you still have some excitement, excitement about uh, the relationship or excitement about learning or excitement about the project or excitement about your faith, uh, that you come to it with some uh, enthusiasm, which is a gift, especially for any of you, well, I'm going to say probably most or all at some point have experienced burnout. So if you've ever experienced burnout, you don't take enthusiasm for granted, right? Because you may not hold it all the time. But if that is something that generally you carry, um, if you're not in that season of being burned out, uh, to recognize what a gift that is. And that's one that often you can see it from early on. Right. As a child, you may have been the enthusiastic one raising your hand <laughs> in class, ready to volunteer or want, wanting to be uh, the helper or wanting to figure out the problem first. Um, and so or that enthusiasm for life. Right. Some of you, it may not have been related to academics or school, but that you come with uh, a zest, uh, energy uh, for living. And I want you to know that is so appreciated. And you may have been in some places uh, where it was not acknowledged, recognized, or appreciated. Uh, sometimes when people are in a very down place, um, they may find it hard to sit with uh, your enthusiasm. But I want you to know it's a gift and, and it is a strength. And uh, we need to appreciate that about ourselves. Another important strength is those of you who are able to be loving. Ah, to be loving is really a strength, especially when we think about all of the life experiences that would uh, often pull for you to disconnect, uh, to distrust to shut down or to manipulate or misuse, uh, to try to control like all of these other pulls and to make your way through all of those muddy waters and show up in love, right? If you're able to be loving toward members of your family, loving toward friends, loving toward your pet, uh, loving toward your community or culture, uh, loving uh, yourself, loving yourself, loving your creator. Who, you know, who, who are you able to have love for even in the midst of a pandemic? Now, that's, <laughs> that's pretty incredible, right? With 
everything you have personally experienced and then what is going on in the larger world uh, to still be in touch with the love that's in your heart. Because for, you know, all of us, there there is some love in there, but it can be uh, come hardened. You know, some of us, the, the challenges of life um, may have left some of us with a hardened heart. So it's hard to access that love. Um, but there are those who that's really a, a gift of yours, not is not something you can necessarily explain. For some of you, you know, you were surrounded by love. And so then you would say, oh, it makes sense. I was surrounded by love and I'm a loving person. And then there are those of you who have experienced um, a lot of things that were not loving and yet you still are loving. And I honor that, whether it is uh, a manifestation or a fruit of you being surrounded by love, or if it's that like anyhow, like regardless of all of the, the uh, challenges that you have made it through, uh, that you have held on to that capacity that it is in you. And some of you say, you know, you may say it's loving to a fault, right? That it's hard for you to turn off because it's just who you are. And I want to say um, that 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 also is uh, a gift and a strength and a positive to be a loving person. Uh, another strength that many of you have is what we call social intelligence, um, or some people would say social skills, that you're able to relate well with people. And people are complicated, right? People are, because are, people can be challenging, people can be difficult. And there are some who that really is a strength that they have of being able to get along with people, to connect with people um, who may be uh, very different backgrounds from you, might be a whole different generation or age, maybe different cultures, um, and you're, as we would call it, a people person, right? And what a gift that is to be able to connect, to relate, uh, to communicate well with people, uh, to uh, that in your presence, people uh, feel comfortable or a sense of enjoyment, that you enjoy people and they enjoy you. Uh, and so that's one that definitely people can take for granted and overlook. Because if that's just your personality, right, that you have, it's always been you, you may uh, not even recognize it as a skill or a gift. But I promise you, people with social anxiety, social phobias, um, who get very uh, anxious around people, uh, they long for a skill that you may not even recognize as a skill. So I invite you to take a moment and reflect on how you are with different people. And for some of you, it may be that you're good at like reading rooms and connecting with people across the board. And for some of you, it's a specific population of people that you're gifted with, that you have that strength with. So some people, that strength is connecting with children. And uh, that's, that's a wonderful gift. While you know, people can work at it and uh, people can study, of course, to become uh, teachers or nannies, child care workers, uh, even parenting classes. But there are some who 
uh, really just have that gift are a, a magnet for kids who um, really uh, that kids blossom in your presence. And that's a wonderful gift. And then there are some of you uh, where the strength is your ability to connect with elders, with seniors, uh, that they love you and you love them. And, uh, you know, that you enjoy spending time and uh, hearing the stories and recognize like the richness um, of what people carry as, as they talk about is elders are walking libraries, right? But not everybody sees that or appreciates that. And so whoever the group is, some um, are particularly gifted or have a heart uh, for um, people with disabilities, uh, both visible and invisible disabilities. Um, and some are often either um, overlooked um, or pathologized or people miss out um, on the gift of your presence. But there are those who uh, see it, recognize it, who see you, recognize you, delight in you. And so to consider if overall people are a strength, connecting with people is a strength of yours, or if there are certain kinds of people that you uh, build good relationships with. Some people are gifted to, uh, to help leaders. Right. Some people get intimidated when they're in the presence of, quote unquote, powerful people or important people. And uh, some people, you know, have a, a gift in that area where uh, they're not immobilized by whatever someone's status is. Right. They can connect with people for who they are, where they are and um can can step right into those spaces. And so that's a skill and a gift as well. Uh, another important uh, strength that many of you have is the gift of gratitude, the strength of gratitude. And so while some people have to work at it, and if it's something you have to work at, if any of these are things that don't come easily for you, that is uh still a good thing to develop, right? So even if it doesn't come easily, it's something you can work at. So there are those who in therapy will be given a homework of creating a gratitude journal, and that's a helpful exercise. And there are some of you who no one has to assign it. It's the way your mind works, the way your heart, the way your spirit works is uh, you are looking for and not even having to look for it. Sometimes you just see uh, the good, the gift, the blessing, uh, the strength of what is there, right? That whole cup is half full. And so that you have that gratitude and appreciation. So one is being able to kind of have uh, gratitude in your heart, mind, and spirit, that it is just present. And then another one is when people have the strength of being able to easily communicate and express their gratitude, right? You know, when kids are little and often you'll hear the parents say, say thank you, right? Say thank you, you know, to kind of remind them over and over again. And then for some people, it's not a matter of like needing all these reminders, right? That uh, is, is in you to uh, genuinely express your appreciation and that is a strength. It is a skill. It is uh, valuable, right? 
Another strength is insight, right? So your self-awareness. And this is something especially that, you know, therapists pay attention to is like, even if I'm struggling, even if you're struggling, can you see yourself in your circumstance, right? What is your level of awareness of what is happening in you and around you, right? And so uh, you can be insightful and still have uh, a struggle, right? Still uh, face challenges, um, but you have that consciousness, that awareness, right, about where you are in that, right? And so that really is a strength so that even when you talk about the, the challenges or difficulties, uh, you're able to really identify like what was your part in it or what you can do differently or what wasn't yours, right? And, you know, what is the wisdom you pull out of that circumstance? And so insight and self-awareness is another strength. Uh, a strength that's putting a smile to my face is humor. <laughs> a sense of humor is, uh, it is a strength. And I know for, for many of you, it's a coping strategy of, you know, looking for the joy, the lightness in the moment, right? And as you think about your family or friends, you know, uh, those people who have um, a warm sense of humor, and I'm, I'm intentionally saying warm sense of humor because I'm not talking about uh, when people make fun of other people, right? Then that's not what we're calling a strength. But when uh, you're able to see, experience, bring the joy into the moment, and sometimes even in some stressful moments, that that's just a skill you have. You know, people may have even said, you should do comedy, right? Or like, how do you come up with these things? Sometimes, you know, people who are just able to like flip the script and look at it a whole different angle. And then you find yourself laughing and you have brought uh, joy to the room. And what a strength that is, right? What a strength. And I want to name... Uh, when it just comes to you versus when it feels like a heavy labor or burden or feeling like you have to be the jokester, that's a different thing, right? But when there is a lightness to it and ease to it and that you enjoy it yourself versus it being something um, that you feel you must do to be acceptable, right? So a sense of humor is definitely a strength. Uh, a sense of purpose and meaning can also be a strength, especially when things are difficult. You know, earlier we talked about perseverance. I was talking about perseverance. Um, but what allows you to keep going? You know, what allows you to keep pressing forward? It's usually that you're pressing towards something or you're walking towards something or you have some vision, some dream some goal in mind, right? The speed of something uh, in your mind's eye. And so that uh, is maybe your, your reason. Yeah, you know, your, your reason of being, reason of living, uh, the, the meaning that you give to your days, right? That my time on the planet is sacred, is special, is important. And so what I uh, 
either am choosing to do here, what I feel called to do, led to do, uh, what awakens me to do, that uh, can really give you refreshing and motivation and clarity, especially in difficult times, right? I recognize that difficulty is hard, the stress is hard, and I believe um, I am here for something greater or I choose to give my life to something greater than the difficulty, the stress, the harshness, right, of this moment or season. And so if you have a sense of purpose or, or meaning in your life, to recognize that as a strength, another important strength is self-control. Self-control, discipline, <laughs> self-discipline, right? Self-discipline, self-motivation. Uh, when I'm working with the students in our doctoral program uh, and they request, you know, me to chair their dissertation, which is like a really large research paper you have to write uh, in the doctoral program. And, you know, a big thing that I raise is, um, you know, the, 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 powerful part is not going to come just for me being your chair, right? That, you know, you've got to get in front of that computer and <laughs> get some pages there, right? So there has to be um, a sense of self-motivation and self-discipline um, to get it done. And some of you, uh, that's a skill uh, that you have. That's a strength that you have that um, you're able to um, make decisions and stick to it. You're able to keep your word, even if it is to yourself and, um, able to, uh, regulate or control, um, what you say to others, right. As opposed to those of us who can blurt out a lot of uh, hurtful things and then have regret, um, or that you're able to uh, exercise self-control when it becomes to comes to your behavior or actions toward others. Um, you know how you treat your children, being very intentional. How you treat your spouse or your partner, uh, being very uh, intentional, right? In that um, self-control as it relates to um, there can be so many pulls and temptations on our time, our energy, our focus, and to be able to say like, no, this is what I need to get done and I'm going to get it done, right? Um, so whether it is about your words, um, your behavior, your follow through, um, all of these can be aspects um, of self-control where, um, which connects to another strength, which is integrity, and integrity, a simple definition people use is doing the right thing even when no one's watching, right? So, you know, if I'm just doing it because, you know, you're standing over me and making sure that I do this, right, then, you know, then I'm doing it because you're there and I don't want the consequence uh, that I would face if I don't do it and you get upset. Um, but to do the right thing, uh, even when no one is watching. So that internal code, right, that internal code of conduct or that internal ethic or morality. And it doesn't mean perfection, but it also means um, when I mess up that I will own it, right? Taking responsibility 
um, and correcting or making amends. That is also a part of integrity. Um, I want to also name that an important piece of uh, a strength that you may have is a love of learning, right? Uh, as opposed to being uh, overwhelmed or resentful of new information that uh, is exciting to you. And some of you may seek it out, you know, that you go and look up certain articles or you like to be exposed to new music or read new books or talk to people on topics that you don't currently know a lot about, but you would love to learn about it. Uh, some of you take on uh, new uh, languages or new instruments or uh, whatever it is like this, this love of learning, this love of information uh, can be such a strength because uh, it keeps you from shutting down or being intimidated in the presence of something new, but instead to be able uh, to be drawn to and appreciate wisdom and knowledge, right? And all the different ways of knowing that exists uh, can really be beautiful. So there are many, many more strengths, but I'm just going to name uh, one more, which is creativity. Uh, some of you are just creative beings, whether that is in the expressive arts, the performing arts, uh, the visual arts, whether it is a creative approach to uh, the way you style your hair, decorate your house, uh, the culinary arts, the way you put food on a plate, the way you put an outfit together, uh, the way you come up with your own sayings uh, that you create right? And that strength can serve you in so many ways because creativity helps you to be flexible, right? Instead of rigid. So, you know, when a curveball comes and I'm using my creative mind, well, then I can respond to the change, right? As opposed to like, if it is not done uh, just this one way, uh, I can adjust, right? And create a new plan, a new possibility, a new vision. Um, and for some people, creativity is a great way for you to communicate things that might be challenging to communicate in other ways. And uh, creativity can help you to express yourself instead of silencing yourself. And so it is uh, also such a great tool of healing. And so if you are a creative person, in any range of ways, it can open up your world uh, in beautiful, beautiful ways. And so I encourage you to take a moment and whether uh, one or some or many of these strengths resonated for you to really appreciate that about yourself. And I recognize when we're on the journey home, that critical voice can show up. And you can feel like, well, if I'm not 100% at that, then I don't have it at all. Um, but for each of those, uh, we may have aspects of it, right? So you may have uh, that you are creative in particular ways, or you like learning about certain things, maybe not everything, but certain things um, that you've been able to show self-control in this area. 
that there are seasons in your life when purpose and meaning have been helpful to you, uh, that you have worked on the strength of gratitude and uh, appreciation and uh, being loving, right? You may say, I'm not loving toward everybody, but I love hard the people I do love. Well, that is a strength as well. I am excited that you're on this homecoming journey. And as you travel the journey, I remind you to not only look at scars or wounds or areas of growth, but also to recognize and celebrate your strengths, your gifts, your capacities. I am so glad that you're here and I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.